0: Welcome to Talking Club. I'm Emily. I'm Karen. And I'm Bevany. This is a special episode of Talking Club because we have our first ever guest speaker, a girl I met in high school, Bevany. Welcome, Bevany. It's so nice to have you here.
1: Thank you. It's nice to be here. I'm excited.
0: Yeah. So you and I first met, like I said, in high school in orchestra. We both play the violin. And you graduated. For anybody who
2: doesn't know, I'm just going to jump in. For anybody who doesn't know, Emily is such... I've never heard Bevany play. (laughs) I'm assuming you're also very good, Bevany. But Emily is just such a beautiful violinist. Thank you. I think everybody needs to know that. Thank you.
1: She really is. I would use the term loosely because I don't really have anywhere to play anymore except in church. But Same here. aren't you in an orchestra
0: well i mean i yeah i've dabbled in the community (laughs) orchestra i've dabbled with playing
2: the violin in front of audiences of paying people
1: (laughs) yes she's legit
0: thank you but no bevany like orchestra especially that first year when i was a sophomore and you were a junior is probably the highlight of my high school career i absolutely adored that class it was so much fun i did too it was very it was really good anyway so but the funny thing is is that i don't think i've seen you since high school
1: (laughs) no definitely not yeah
0: we've we definitely went on different paths so bev why don't you just yeah like tell our audience a little bit about yourself where are you from where are you living what's your family like
1: um i am from bountiful utah Um, I graduated from Woods Cross High School. Do I dare say the year? Definitely. I graduated in 1998. Um, Then I went to Ricks College for two years. That's how old I am. Well, obviously, (laughs) I just gave away the year. Um, I went to Ricks College for two years, came home, met my husband the summer after, and then was married in 2001. Um, We've been married. What is that? Oh um, twenty-one years. Yeah, yep. twenty-one years. Was- uh, we have five kids. The oldest is nineteen. The youngest is eight. Oh, and yeah, we moved to. It's called Queen Creek, Arizona. We moved here in two thousand fifteen, and I love it. I wouldn't probably never move back to Utah. Um, it's magical here so that's
2: good everywhere that's not Utah is (laughs) magical hey I'm still here so let's keep the respect
1: (laughs) I still have family in Utah most of my family's in Utah so yeah I claim
2: Emily and Dustin as family so I do too
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have family in Queen Creek ironically so I've been to Queen Creek it's a nice area it is well cool so you mentioned bev that your oldest child is 19 years old why don't you tell us a little bit about your oldest
1: okay so Andon. um i probably shouldn't say this but is my favorite child is that a lot <laughs> he is just amazing um he was born as a female um named keegan um and has since transitioned to be a male officially, it, like socially and publicly in two thousand twenty, and it, last year we officially changed his name legally. He had top surgery, um, and is now Anden. He's been Anden in our family probably just two thousand
2: nineteen. Yeah, so he was around sixteen when when he came out to you, or.
1: originally when he was in eighth grade which is what 2016 17 yeah something like that came to me and said mom i think i have a crush on a girl i don't know what this means um i don't know if i'm a lesbian um and i was like okay that's fine like you know we'll roll with roll with that see what see what that does for you you know and then He just started doing his own kind of research, um, YouTube and such, and came to me and said, I think I'm transgender. And initially I was like, "Mm, nope, you're not. That's not a real thing. We're not going to talk about that anymore.
0: How long did that last? That your your sort of like mindset on that?
1: Um, It lasted a while, probably a year.
0: Okay that's that's a decent amount of time yeah
1: yeah yeah it was a long time and then at first he was like don't tell dad i don't want dad to know i was like okay i won't tell dad but obviously i did because that's (laughs) the type of relationship that we have
0: and what was your husband's reaction
1: his reaction was the same like no and both of us were kind of like what has he been looking at what has he been reading hmm it's it's weird for me to kind of talk about the past because i want to use the name keegan and the pronouns she her but yeah obviously that's not him anymore right so tell me if it gets confusing because a lot of times people get confused in the story
0: no it's fine just yeah. refer to him how he wants to be referred mm-hmm.
1: perfect So he started, you know, I told him, I was like, no, you've been convinced. I don't know who you've been talking to, what you've been looking at. And he shared several videos of other individuals that had previously come out as transgender. And, you know, we listened to their stories and there were some that their moms talked about their experiences and how they came around and, um, both me and my husband, were raised very LDS and lived in both, you know, very conservative LDS families. And I still live LDS. I'm still LDS, go to church every Sunday. And at this point, Anden was kind of like, I don't know that I feel comfortable going to church anymore. I feel it makes me feel weird going to young women's and, you know, not feeling connected to the other young women because. I either feel like I'm a lesbian or I feel like I'm transgender. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I'm not going to force you to go to church. My husband left the church in probably 2000, end of 2015. So he was no longer going to church. And I felt like if he wasn't going to church, I wasn't going to force anyone to come to church with me. All of my children know that I have a testimony and,
2: you know you're gonna stay you're gonna stay where you are <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah for yeah. now I'm mm-hmm. staying where I am
2: so in in those times when uh, you said it took about a year and a half for you to start to embrace that this is who Andon was um, what were some of the things that happened along the way like how did you get to that point was it a lot of conversations with him you mentioned videos but what 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 other sorts of things did you do to get to the point where you could accept who he was
1: Um. We, both my husband and I, I mean, obviously, 2000, whatever, 16, there was, you know, so many books, so many podcasts, we just researched everything, so many studies. And interestingly enough, there's so many studies on, you know, young females saying they're transgender these days. And, you know, we read all of the negative, we read all of the positive, there's so many scientific studies of hormones and how it's, it is definitely genetically possible that someone is born a female and yet their mind is completely male. And um, we, you know, several therapists, we eventually, what finally did it for us is we kind of just hit a breaking point. And then still was under the impression that I had, had not told his dad. Mike is my husband's name. I don't know if I've said that. And I remember it was a Sunday afternoon, and I was just, to my breaking point, I had read and gotten all this information, and I finally just Googled a gender identity clinic, which to this point, I was like, ugh, I don't know how I feel about it. Still, part of me was like, I feel like he's being convinced, but at the same time, I was like, this could be real. So we went to a gender identity clinic and I remember getting in the car to go and starting to drive. I, you know, got serious, turned the radio off and was like, okay, us three together, we've never had this conversation all in the same room before. Mike, tell Andon what you think. Andon, tell dad what you think. Mm -hmm. And we had a real conversation and I was like, hey, this is it. We're going to go see what this gender identity clinic says and we went and he was officially diagnosed with gender dysphoria um and she
0: yeah can you kind of can you kind of like um explain that a little bit
1: yeah so gender dysphoria is i don't want to say it's a mental illness but it's um or and i don't want to call it a disease i don't know necessarily what to call it but it's basically when an individual in their mind and in their body feels completely disconnected to their birth sex um <laughs> with andon he was born a female and never really felt female always wanted to be a male um and i remember i mean be, when he was three years old you know my Sister-in-law gave him the cutest skirt for his birthday, and he <laughs> held it up and said, This is so ugly, I hate it, and threw it across the room. Wow. And everyone was like, Oh, what? This is so <laughs> rude. How dare a child say this? And I was like, Well, I mean, he he never liked that sort of thing, you know?
0: He I mean, never he never took to like what we would consider normal female likes and dislikes
1: no he never did i remember okay. four or five years old i kind of uh pushed him to become obsessed with high school musical and we did you know <laughs> he never never owned a real barbie doll but we had all of the high school musical dolls we had the high school musical barbie house and you know we watched it and i feel like that's sort of a gender neutral kind of show yeah. thing Yeah. To be obsessed with. Yeah. Um, And I don't know. He started playing softball when he was probably seven, second grade-ish. And I remember he never wanted softball pants. I always bought him baseball pants. He refused to wear the visor as a normal visor. He wore it backwards like you would a baseball cap. Um, He you know, every Easter and Christmas, I would buy matching Christmas dresses for him and his younger sister. And, you know, it was the second we were home from church. He was out of it. He never, you know, he just always, if you went back and looked at pictures, um, there was definitely signs and things like that, to which I don't know why we never saw it before um but do you think
2: it was because you weren't looking for
1: it um probably Mm -hmm. yeah probably and i did have friends when we you know nowadays you do everything via instagram and email i you know posted and said hi keegan's had a rough couple years we've decided or he's decided to officially come out and let everyone know he's transgender and now will be known as andon yeah i remember um, that post yes and a lot of not i wouldn't say a lot of people but there were a few people that texted me or called me right after and they were like well finally you've admitted it and i was like wow, wow. Like, oh yeah we've been we've known for years and i'm like what are you talking about why didn't you say anything and they're like well it wasn't my place Um, I
0: I think, I think that's a really interesting thing because I've heard other people like say, like, why didn't you tell me? And I mean, it's, it's kind of like, would you have really wanted somebody to tell you, I think your child might be transgender.
1: Yeah, I know. (laughs) You know, I
0: mean, but, but at the same time, I could totally see where you're coming from. It's like, well, if you've known this, then why didn't you enlighten me maybe you would have helped me <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: i and looking back i would have been super offended if anyone ever right was.
0: i think mm-hmm. so t- i think i would be too cuz it's like you don't know my child you yeah. know and it's such a personal thing and I, I i there's just like absolutely like i don't blame anybody for not saying anything about that
1: <laughs> yeah. right i don't either <laughs> and looking back i mean there's a lot of looking back in a you know Coulda, shoulda, woulda. I started buying him boys' clothes when he was probably in fifth grade because he he never wanted tight clothes. He never wanted you know the short girly shorts. He always wanted you know the longer like basketball shorts. And yeah, he's always gone to a charter school, and so there was a point where he was like, I don't like these girl polos. They're a little bit tighter, and I don't like the way they fit. So we started buying boy polo shirts and you know boy cargo shorts, and I just, it took me a while to get to that point where I finally was like, fine, I just want you to be comfortable because I was sick of the complaining. I mean, everybody goes through that phase with their kids when their kids don't want to wear what you want them to wear. Mm-hmm. And so I, we kind of just thought, you know, whatever, it's a phase, he'll get over it eventually. And um, obviously he never did.
2: So, What was it like with the rest of the kids? He's got four siblings, so at what point did did you all sit down with them, and how did they take the news?
1: Okay, so going back to the gender identity clinic, um, the lady there, and I don't even remember her name, she challenged us. She asked Anda, and she was like, okay, well, do you want to try out a new name? And he actually had chosen the name ben at that point which (sighs) became became a joke because him him and my other daughter mia um without me knowing had been talking about this and they had decided his name would be ben because he's always been a boy Um, oh okay (laughs) Hmm. so she the gender identity lady whatever we'll call her, she challenged us to start using the name at home and to tell our children, and both Mike and I were kind of taken aback and didn't want to do that, but I remember it was Christmas Eve. This is Christmas Eve 2019, I think, and obviously I'd always, you know, being the LDS mom that I am, my kids have always had matching Christmas pajamas. <laughs> um, and I've always bought Andon the, you know, more masculine version. He has a younger brother. Um, and they always had the matching, and then the three other girls had, you know, matching, somewhat matching. Um, and so for whatever reason, definitely not on purpose on accident, I bought Andon a female pair of pajama pants, which I think were probably just cheaper. No one else would have known that they were female. It's it's except for him Mm -hmm. yeah because they they either had pockets or didn't have pockets and he had a huge fit and was like i'm sick of this i'm not wearing girl pajamas i don't want to be a girl and everyone to this point kind of just looked and stared at him and they knew that he liked girls and they knew that something was going on So they were kind of like, uh, what's going on? Because obviously me, my husband, and Andon were all fighting at this point on Christmas Eve. And I said, (laughs) I said, fine, everybody from now on, it's, this isn't Keegan, this is Andon. I said, this is now Andon. And they were all like, uh, okay. And I kid you not, my four year old, my almost eight year old, no, not eight year old at this point, probably six. They never called him Keegan again. Wow. They used the name Anden. They kind of had a few questions, but they didn't question it. Anden has always been the favorite sibling. He <laughs> they to this day love him more than they love me. I promise you. <laughs> He's up in Utah in college now and they miss him when he when he left for college. They cried harder than I did. Oh. They FaceTime him more. They, he was a bit better parent than Micah and I ever could be. He, they just love him. And so when I say it didn't phase them at all, it really didn't. The only it's times amazing. they ever used the name Keegan again, or the pronouns, she, her was my son, Beckham, when he would get mad at Andon, he would call him Keegan and say well she did this or i don't like okay. her okay. he did it just in anger to make him yeah out.
0: so before and transitioned you you had four daughters and one son so um yes. so it, how how is that for your other son beckham was that like to go from like being the only son to now having a brother i'm sure would be a little
1: interesting it is interesting um i think he enjoys it he kind of i always said you know poor beckham he's got two older sisters two younger sisters he's right in the middle
0: uh-huh
1: um and it's different now because andon has gone and moved out of the house so now he's you know he's still the only brother at home he yeah. still gets picked on just as much
0: <laughs> it sounds though that like because this felt very natural for Andon to you know that he did not feel comfortable in his own body that when he finally did transition it just felt i I mean the acceptance it sounds like all of your kids accepted it graciously i mean i'm sure there was yep a little bit of you know issues here and there but it just it sounds like he didn't change much other than oh
1: no change his name he's exactly the same person just with short hair and a deeper voice Oh okay. He's exactly the same person he ever wow. was. And that's the thing that I think people don't understand about true tra- transgender individuals. I feel like there's a lot of misconceptions about if someone comes out as transgender, they're disgusting and they just want to pretend to be a different sex so they can or a different gender so they can do things that they wouldn't have wouldn't normally do um and even that's how i was i mean you know i grew up thinking they were transvestites and they were gross and disgusting and you didn't want to be anywhere near them and
0: and now how do you feel
1: (laughs) i feel i mean completely different sometimes i feel like our story is unique because i feel like he he is a boy you know Mm -hmm. despite what's going on inside him and you know some of the body parts that he has he's Andon. he's a male and he always has been and he always will be you know i feel like there there may be some individuals out there who think they might be transgender but they are just going with the trends they are just trying to figure out what's going on with them um and i don't know why i feel like that i could be completely wrong i don't know everyone that's trying to be transgender but I don't know i feel like andon and i have a good enough relationship that i've seen him grow and i've seen him you know the second he cut his hair he was you know so much happier he 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 i feel like he hid behind his hair he always had long long hair down to you know almost
0: yeah, yeah i remember that
1: almost his you know his mid-dash. waist uh-huh. Yeah, almost to his waist. He played softball and he refused to wear his hair up playing softball because he felt like if he put his hair in a ponytail, he was conforming and trying to be a girl. Yeah. Um, so,
0: so since he's come out, um, like how, how was the reaction uh, with school? I'm I'm really curious about that. Like, it sounded like he, he transitioned before he graduated high school.
1: Yes. So what happened was, he was in his junior year. um, COVID happened, we went on spring break and never went back to school. Mm -hmm. And at this point, he was very well known at school as Keegan. He was in student council. He he is going to school now for sports photography. And he was the photographer for the football team. And they all knew him. Everyone knew him. He had his own Instagram account where he would post updates on football and basketball and every sport and when he came out um i first sent an email out to our family and told them and then he probably 2 or 3 hours later posted on his instagram you know with his new short hair saying hi i'm Mandan, i'm transgender and um everyone at school was very supportive they you know m- Hundreds of comments saying, Oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. You're amazing. Um,
0: Were there any issues like with administrators or teachers or any concerns like that you're aware of?
1: He was very close with his English teacher. Unknown to me, he, I don't know that he actually told his English teacher, but he had written a few essays kind of skirting around the issue and they were very close. And once school was starting back up in the fall, Mike and I met with the principal at the school and kind of explained to him what was going on and he was completely fine with it. They were great about changing his name in, you know, all of the computer systems. So that's um, great. All the teachers he was on the role as Andon. Um And none of them had any issues calling him Andon. The only issue that was ever had at school was the bathroom. And originally the principal told us that he could use the staff bathroom. But for whatever reason, Andon didn't feel comfortable using the staff bathroom. So someone once saw him going in the boys' bathroom. And uh, just so you know, so my kids go to a charter school called American Leadership Academy, which is run by very lds people and very conservative people and so one of the staff members saw him going into the bat the boy's bathroom and knew Anden very well and knew me very well and came to me and said hey Anden was using the boy's bathroom i was like okay and they're like i don't think that's appropriate He sh- he's a girl and should be using the girl's bathroom and I was like, well, we were told he could use the staff bathroom and they're like, okay, well then tell him to use the staff bathroom. Which when I told Anden, Anden was very upset and just made the decision that he would never go to the bathroom at school. Which at that point was fine. He went he was in school as a, a Jr as Keegan, a female, went back the next year as Anden, a male.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um And like I said, the students for the most part were very supportive. Anden is a very, um, a very shy, a shy kid and never really had a lot of close friends. Um, you know, nowadays there was, or back when we were kids, there was one school you went to and it was a school that was in your neighborhood. And now, you know, you can choose whatever school you want to go to, basically. Yeah, totally. he, He had a really good group of friends his sophomore and beginning of junior year. And by the, Um, this point, most of his friends had switched schools and he still had some good friends, but he didn't have a lot of friends that he liked to hang out with. So he was pretty much a homebody besides going to the sporting events at the schools. He basically just stayed home all the time. Um, and so being a senior, he only had five periods of the day and then went home. And so going to the bathroom at school wasn't an issue for him. He, yeah. he said, well, forget them. I'm just not going to go to the bathroom anymore.
0: And I'm sorry, but for crying out loud, let right? the child go to the bathroom.
1: <laughs> right. And for me, when I think about that, like, I remember when t- the first, you know, gender neutral, gender neutral, neutral bathroom. Ne- yeah. Uh-huh. Everyone could go to the bathroom or they were going to let trans trans women go to the female bathroom for me if it's a transgender male going to the bathroom in a boy's bathroom what what's the harm it's not like he stood at a urinal (laughs) and flashed everybody it you know he went in a stall and went to the bathroom in privacy it's not like it's not like he was trying to do anyone any harm and especially in high school who cares I, apparently I a
0: lot of people and and along those lines you know we hear a lot about um legislation and laws going effect that are discriminatory against yes. transgender people um do you what I mean what are your what are your concerns for your son in this world right now do you have any
1: um I do have a lot going forward um the main the main issue with all of these, laws that have come out against transgen- transgender individuals is it's hard for me because Andan is a female to male. And I feel like it's a lot easier for a female to transition to being a male. When you're uh-huh. a male trying to transition to a woman, it's a whole different thing. And and I don't know why. I think, you know, tr- male characteristics and physical qualities are very more prominent than a woman's and so to change your body and your voice and everything to a woman's is a lot more complicated
0: yeah i mean you could um, argue that that is just rooted in sexism yeah <laughs> you know oh, i'm I sure mean. a lot of it is yeah you no know, yes. it's just
1: agree.
0: yeah like it's always been more acceptable for a girl to prefer things like that boys normally like you know like we have yeah. we have a warfare we have a tomboy you know, oh, yeah. she's just a tomboy. Yes. It's totally normal. But yes. for a boy to like girl things, ooh, now there's a problem. So yeah, it's just yeah. rooted in sexism, I think.
1: Heaven forbid a boy likes the color pink and exactly like Barbies with his sisters. Exactly, they're, they're immediately categorized as gay and you know mm-hmm. made fun of a little bit. And
0: so, and- so in that respect, in has had somewhat of a little bit easier transition, rude.
1: so to speak. Yes, it's, it's been a lot easier and um in fact like i said he's always played softball he was always on the softball team um and so his senior year he was like i'm not i don't like the baseball players they're very crude and you know not nice guys i don't want to play baseball i i'm just going to manage the softball team oh good so so yes and in fact his softball softball team his whole high school career kind of saved his life i've told his softball coach I don't know that Andon would be here without her because they had a very close relationship. He loved being at softball. They all called him dad. They all <laughs> joked that he was the dad of the team. Um, and I don't know how open with them he was during you know all of these years. I don't know how much they knew, but um, he was very close with them all. And I don't think any of them were surprised when he came out. They all fully embraced him. And halfway through the season of him just being the manager, he ended up joining the team and playing softball as a male on the girls' softball team in high school. And nobody had any problem with that. They all loved it.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: Had had it been the opposite, and it would have been a girl trying to play on the baseball team, I Mm -hmm. don't know how that would have gone. Um, And that it's funny and it's funny i have tried to be a big ally and a big you know i've tried to shout it to the world that i'm a mom of a transgender child and you know blah 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 and i have friends that have posted on social media about you know anti-trans bills and the transgender woman that was a swimmer that won a scholarship over the actual women and quote unquote, that's yeah. that's hard that's hard me. it's hard because i can see both sides like i said with andon it's just easier because he's a male and he never wants he never he never could compete with males because first of all he's only five seven he's a short male he's not He's not strong. I mean, he is strong, but he's not he's not trying to compete with bodybuilders and Uh NBA basketball players and college athletes. Um, Whereas a trans woman, everyone automatically assumes, well, they just want to be a girl so Mm -hmm. they can dominate in every sport, which if you actually know a transgender individual, you know, they're not trying to hurt anyone. You know, they don't have an agenda. They just want to be accepted. Yeah. yeah. And
0: I, I think that is exactly the point right there is yeah. I I've never met anybody within the LGBTQ community that has any malicious intent. It's just, I want to be who I feel like I should be or be who I feel like I am and just please love and accept me. And that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. Exactly. And, you know, um, and as far as, you know, especially on the high school level, it's just like just like kids play games i exactly. i'm not i'm not a sports person and so i know there's going to be a lot of people that probably disagree with that like but it's just not a priority to me and it's just kind of like it's a game i mean once you get maybe semi-professional or professional it's maybe that's where it gets a little bit trickier but aren't there already like systems in place that check people's hormones you know what i mean to like make yes, sure that completely. things are fair so what's the point in having laws passed if I those mean,
1: my... especially in high school there's no there's no one in high school that is out to get a scholarship no one in high school is going to change their gender because they want to get a scholarship right. in a sport. it's been yeah it's been proven over the years um yeah. You know, and then the NCAA has their own set of rules. There's definitely hormone checking and, you know, drug testing. And if it comes out 10 years from now that someone did transition just because they wanted to win a sport, then strip strip them of their trophies and, you know, let somebody else. (laughs)
2: <laughs> or we can just make sports be gender neutral and just make it based on your skill level. If you're right. at this level, you compete right. with these people. It doesn't matter if you're male or right. female you know, or, yeah. Or... Like,
0: yeah, I mm-hmm. was, I was having a conversation with this about, you know, um, like saying, well, if, a you know, if you have a transgender female, that that is unfair to the other girls or women on the team and you're, comp- and you're, the reason why they're saying that is because they assume that the transgender female is going to be more strong or basically have more talent and so you're completely ignoring uh talent and i'm just you know being we talked earlier about being in orchestra and it was like i was up against guys all the time like where you sat in the orchestra was solely based on your merit and your abilities yeah. it had nothing to do with your gender mm-hmm. and like i understand that sports are a little bit different like men and women there are differences you know like men tend to be stronger than women you know but but generally speaking though like the idea that someone transitions and goes through all of that just to win a game like it just boggles I, my mind
1: there's mm-hmm. no way
2: exactly I, I
1: do get it i do get both sides it's just a hard it's very hard. And I don't, I know there's not an answer. Mm-hmm. There's not enough transgender people in the world to have a transgender league. There's not, and most transgender people, especially Anden, he doesn't want to be known as transgender. He just wants to be known as Anden. Uh-huh. He loves that I'm such an ally and he loves that I am telling our story. But when it comes down to it, he just wants to live his life and be known as Andon. He doesn't want to have to shout it, you know, across the world that he is Andon transgender. He just wants mm-hmm. to be handed Um and there's so many, so many different directions we could go in this conversation. And I've done, you know, I've met with um politicians. We tried to we tried to stop the transgender um bill in arizona there's a there's a ban now in arizona that transgender individuals have they have to play on a team with their birth gender
0: okay which That's is how fine. it is in utah too and it's, har-
1: it's hard for us because andan never wanted to play on male teams you know like i said he wanted to play on the girls softball team but i i'm sure if an individual transitions at a younger age and they have identified as a male for, you know, five, six years. They A girl, a, a biologically girl might want to play on the baseball team. And now they legally can't, Yeah, which is completely unfair. Um, yeah. But like I said, I can see both sides and there's definitely, I mean, we could do a whole nother two-hour conversation <laughs> about that
2: we but there can. are
1: fears i mean going forward if someone found out you know five years from now that Andon was biologically a girl who knows what could happen um he's basically told me he doesn't think he'll ever get married which is fine with me i'm i'm not the type of person that sat and dreamed about keegan's wedding when she was 20 years old and yeah he never wanted to you know, a huge, big Princess Diana wedding gown with a 20-foot <laughs> train. And, you know, I just, I just don't
0: at, know. Just at the end of the day, I think it sounds like he and you and your whole family just want him to be happy and just to feel comfortable with, in his yes. own skin. Yeah. Agreed. Well, awesome. Well, Love that, that. I am just so grateful that you came on here. And before we wrap up, I think one thing, just one last question I'd like, I would like to ask is like, what do you want? Like if you had to pick one thing, like what is the most important thing you want people to know about you as a mother of a transgender child?
1: Um, my biggest thing is I just, I don't know how there are so many, so many individuals out there who have come out to their parents and their parents are like no i don't accept you get out of my house mm-hmm. I, I don't i don't know how someone can do that to their kid i mean andon is my child i you know i i just love him for who he is and maybe maybe it stems back to they just never had that good relationship with their child in the first place i don't i, I don't have the best relationship with my parents i don't know that my parents truly know me Um, And so since because of that, I've always strived to have a good connection with my children, my whole parental career, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) I've tried to connect with them at a young age and let them know that I love them for them and they can tell me anything and I love them for who they are. And so I feel like that's where we did right in raising our kids. I mean, there's a million things we've done wrong, I'm sure, but the fact that Andon felt comfortable enough with me when he was in eighth grade to come to me and say, This is what's going on. I don't feel comfortable. I don't know what to do. I feel like I feel very blessed for that. Yeah. Um and I would never, you know, like I said, at first I was very against it. And I was like, no, this isn't happening. Um, You know, you're always going to be a biological girl. We said that to him several times. And in fact, in one conversation, I said to him, you're ruining my eternal family. And who knows, you know, if anyone else would have said that to their kid, their kid may have run away and never come back. But for whatever reason, Anden loved me enough to just kind of shrug that off and say, okay, well, guess what? I'm still transgender. That doesn't change anything. (laughs) Um, True. (laughs) So I don't know how lucky I, how I got this lucky. I always tell people, I don't know where Andon came from. He's a million times better person than I ever will be. Um, He's just amazing. And I'm lucky to have him in my life. So that's great. He sounds
2: like an incredible kid. I hope I get to meet him one of these days. Yeah. And you too. He
1: is. I think you might be able to talk him into answering some questions someday if you if you get to that point and are interested oh yeah awesome
0: yeah definitely awesome karen do you have any other questions any other comments
2: i think that was a great place to end honestly i think this has been such a a good conversation and very enlightening i Mm -hmm. i thank you so much bevany for sharing your story
0: of course all right well it was great talking with everyone today and we will be back next week Bye. See ya.
1: Bye.